Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of our Team 5 Organizational Work and Behavior podcast. Today, we'll be delivering a uh, discussion about motivation within the workplace. Today's episode is hosted by Kristen, Josh, Malavika, and myself, Joe. If each of the hosts want to introduce themselves, that'd be great. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Kristen. Uh, I'm a junior, currently majoring in economics and human resource management. Hi, my name is Josh. I'm a freshman, and uh, I am now undecided for my major. Hi, everyone. My name is Malavika. I'm a senior, and I'm an IT and HR double major. And I'm Joe. I am a senior at Rutgers University, and currently I study HR with a minor in economics. For today's episode, we are going to be focusing on various aspects of motivation. We interviewed Sarah Vanderbrink, who's a talent acquisition administrator at Bioreference Laboratories. Sarah is a recent graduate of Rutgers University, having graduated with a psychology degree from the School of Arts and Sciences. She initially worked at Am Home Delivery as a talent acquisition intern, uh, which is a trucking and delivery company based out of New Brunswick. At Bioreference Laboratory, she facilitates training documents and technologies for new hires and internal promotions. She has been in several situations where she has witnessed tendencies related to motivations both inside and outside of her career. And as a recent graduate and newer HR professional, we felt that her explanations of her experiences would provide a more modern insight into the topic. So unfortunately, uh, at the time of recording, our interviewee, Sarah, uh, was not able to attend. However, we were able to ask the questions and get great responses beforehand that we will be sharing with our listeners. We will be starting today's podcast by describing our experiences in the workplace. And then later on, we'll be looking at uh, what Sarah said, our industry professional, um, and how it relates back to us. So to start, Um, motivation in the workplace is defined from the textbook as processes that account for an individual's intensity, direction, and persistence of effort towards attaining a goal. Um, With that in mind, in the beginning of the text, beginning of the chapter, um, I have it pulled up here. Let's see. It pretty much is saying uh, that in a study, I think conducted by Harvard Business, I think it was 67%. Let me just double check. Yeah, so I'm sorry. In one survey, 69% of workers reported wasting time at work every single day. And nearly a quarter said they waste between 30 and 60 minutes each day. Um, I can definitely speak on that. I work at a a camping store, um, as a lot of people know in the class. And when I'm at work at first, when I got my job there, I was very uh, excited to go into work. I'd be very enthusiastic and I would have a pretty good time over time though. Um, that motivation for me, especially is kind of tapered off where at times, uh, I've found myself hiding in corners of the store away from customers away from people that are going to be looking at me um, for up to 20 minutes and it's not even on a break Um, but I want to bounce it back to my other hosts and get their insight on it yeah um, I would definitely say for someone in my position I think a lot of seniors who are very quickly approaching graduation one of the hardest things we had to grapple with was 
figuring out what what position um, we are in our lives and what we want to do post-grad that's a really big source of stress so I think for me this past the past couple months or the past year one of my the major motivating factors for me was figuring out uh, the type of career I wanted to go into and landing an actual job opportunity so for me the motivation was my future I wanted to I uh, what was motivating me to apply to a bunch of jobs was alleviating that stress and finding a sense of security. And once I found that, I felt that I was in a much more uh, content state of mind. And I was really able to focus on doing the things that actually made me happy more than stress over uh, the next chapter of my life after graduation. So for me recently, the biggest motivation has been figuring out um, how I can really get to those very reachable goals at a post-graduation. Yeah, I would like to add on to that because it's funny because I'm a freshman, right? And you would think that freshmen are kind of like very like uh, enthusiastic about, you know, I want to be like finding out like what I want to do and like I want to meet new people. And they're, um, they're seen as kind of, yeah, just very energetic and motivated, right? But for me, it was kind of like the opposite because uh with the whole covid situation and me being i guess accustomed to not really working as hard in high school um yeah like it kind of transferred over my work ethic uh it, it <laughs> yeah it's, i'm not proud to say it but i was really not motivated to um work hard because i was I kind of had senioritis at the time, so it kind of transferred over. And yeah, it was just very hard for me to be motivated because also I'm, like I mentioned in the beginning in my introduction, I am undecided as of right now. So it for, I guess, freshmen who know what they're doing, they are kind of motivated because they they have a set goal, right? Or, but for students like me who are just trying to figure out what they're trying to do, it's kind of hard to stay motivated because there's not really a, a concrete goal that we're striving for, but it's more like, oh, there's this gray area and we're just trying to figure out uh, what we like, what is what we're good at and stuff like that. So it's been kind of hard to be motivated at school, but what helped me was like Mal- uh, Malavika said about her future. It thinking about my future, it really made me question. All right, what am I gonna do? Because I'm not trying to like go to college and like go through the motions, get a degree, you know, for what like for a job that I don't even like you know what I mean so having that future goal in mind uh it really gave me the spark to actually start trying to like hey like let's really you know work hard because I I do believe work hard uh working hard pays off at the end so yeah that's that's something that I struggled with but at the same time I learned through my struggle how to be more motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, Christian, what do you think about that? Yeah, um, so I'm a junior. So all my motivation, I think, is 
to get graduate and uh, find a job. So I'm actually trying to find an internship this summer. I want to get some experience, so I will get ready uh, when I graduate. So I think that's my motivation. Sure. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, <laughs> I share the same motivation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know even for what Josh was saying in high school, um, I even can kind of boil it down to like times throughout a semester. When I start the semester, I have a ton of motivation. Um, my spirits are usually pretty high and I'm always able to get the work done, but I tend to kind of almost hit this slump uh, halfway or three quarters of the way through just before finals where I'm starting to get lazy. I start to get tired of doing all this work and uh, it tends to bite me in the butt a little bit later on. And then obviously once finals start to pick up, I have to buckle down all over again. And then my, my motivation to do well kind of kicks me back into drive, but I mean, you can definitely look at motivation in a ton of different ways uh, within the workplace, within school. Um, I know it can be a lot of, it can be hard for a lot of people um, to keep motivation in a long-term sense. I know, you know, like what I was saying before, I've been working on my job for three years. So doing the same thing day in and day out, it does get to be a little boring, especially when the job that I perform uh, isn't the most, mentally challenging thing i just sell shoes you know but uh i don't know i mean do you guys feel that there are specific things when you're doing something mundane um that you can do or that you have like tools for yourself um to kind of improve your motivation when you're doing something yeah i think definitely having a clear idea about what your goals are I think it's really easy to when you're not super invested in what you're doing to for whatever reason to veer off task so I think from the start if you initially understand and you're realistic with yourself and honest with yourself about what you actually want to accomplish in the time that you're doing it that's an easy way to kind of just stay on track because I think if you overdo or set your expectations too high you're not really being honest with yourself in it's not not to say that you should restrict your limitations. It's just more like you need to be you need to realize what you should actually what you actually are able to accomplish in the time that you have to do it. Um, I think sometimes people lead to burnout, which we'll get into later on, is like when they overextend themselves or set too high of expectations. But I think when you once you understand um, your reachable goals and how you're you're able to really cater to those, that's when it's easy to kind of stay on track. Sure. Yeah, I I know for me, um, when I have like even like a big project or something like that, um, almost writing out uh, some sort of blueprint or a plan Mm -hmm. definitely helps me keeping on track, making sure that I don't experience that burnout that you're talking about. Um, Sometimes, I mean, I'm not a perfect human. You know, there are definitely times where I'll say like, yeah, I can just I can just wing this one. And it, you know, it doesn't typically uh, work as well as it does if I do make that blueprint or that plan. Um, but I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. And like, no, 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 uh, I, I can like say something because I actually started getting into like working out. Right. So in the beginning I was just kind of like, you know, trying out everything, like, because I was, yeah, I, I was, it was fun, but I was kind of losing that 
sense of enjoyment in working out because like you said day in and day out you're doing the same thing over and over again and you kind of lose your sense of motivation right but if but that that's why I kind of like set a goal for myself I'm gonna lift this much amount of weight uh, by this time and so because I have this goal uh, it I think it really helped me to all right let's let's reach this goal, you know, and I'm like striving for uh, being successful at whatever I uh, envisioned. So yeah, I totally agree with that. I love, yeah. I love that you brought up um, the whole weightlifting thing. Cause I mean, it's a little off topic, but I've been doing it too. I, I really start like my whole thing for my new year's resolution was to try and get in better shape. And I've been doing weightlifting to try and do that. Um, and I get where you're coming from saying like you want to, you've been putting a number or putting a goal and making that like an attainable thing. And I like to almost think like there's the two sides of the equation where you have one is the goal that you're trying to reach. And the other is that, you know, building block of the plan that you're trying to make. So like what's kept me motivated when I'm going to the gym is like when I first started going, I had no plan. I would just walk in I wouldn't even do like an arm day, a leg day, stuff like that. I would just do whatever I felt like. I would look at a machine <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, that looks cool. Uh, <laughs> and it kind of, it kind of, you know, for that first two weeks, I wasn't really enjoying myself. Right. But I had a buddy uh, who was able to make me a workout plan. And I've been following that for probably three, a little over three months now. And it's kept me, well, I don't go like every day. I try to go like, you know, three to five times a week, depending on the week, but it's kept me involved and like, I want to go back into the gym. I see what's that, you know, what's on the schedule for that next day. And it really pushes me to get back into the gym. And that I think can really be applied to, you know, anything, whether that's a gym, work, school, whatever. Um, but I just think that's really interesting. One of the things we wanted to focus on pertaining more closely to the textbook was the concept of job engagement related to motivation, which it um, reminded me a little bit of what you guys were talking about just now. Um, so one of the things that job engagement does in terms of motivation is that it can either significantly aid or hinder one's level of motivation in their jobs or their respective careers. Like w before, when we mentioned burnout, sometimes people, if they're too engaged in the work that they do, um, whether that's they're too invested or too interested, which I don't usually think is a problem. I think sometimes people get too attached to their work because maybe it's uh, removing them from another aspect of their life. That's what can actually lead to burnout. And then obviously low levels of engagement is going to lead to very low levels of motivation as well. So I think another interesting point we could talk about is if any of you guys have felt um relatively low levels of engagement and the work you're doing, whether it's schoolwork or um, your actual jobs that, that I think is uh, if there's anything you guys want to elaborate on uh, personally from your experiences on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know like uh, in the textbook, just to piggyback off of what you said um, it describes uh, like somebody's engagement is affected by, you know, the meaningfulness uh, of the work, which is totally subjective to the individual um, and or how an individual value or how an individual's values um, match with an organization's work culture. So I know for like my personal experience, um, it didn't really, my, the meaningfulness never really was a big aspect for me. Um, 
but the organizational culture was something that did have an effect on me. So like my company has a, a, you know, we're very, very passionate about the outdoors, people enjoying the outdoors, yada, yada, yada. And we have like this idea that the outdoors is for all, uh, it should be preserved and, you know, it should be, it should be enjoyed by everybody. And I have always found that while like, you know, even politically speaking, I, you know, might not agree with everything that they say. I still think that like, generally speaking, the outdoors should be conserved. It should be something that everybody should be able to use. And when you have something that you're working, when you, when your work is also uh, passionate about the things that you're passionate about, getting people outside, you know, I do, I do uh, volunteer work with my company as well. It gets me back in that workplace. It gets me in a better, you know, headspace to want to put my best work forward and keeps me a little bit more engaged, a little bit more happy at work to be where I'm at. Yeah. I think it's really great that you have um, aspects of your job that help keep you in line and keep you motivated and appreciative of the type of work that you're doing, especially the volunteering aspect. Uh, One of the things when we interviewed Sarah, um, she mentioned was her difficulty adjusting to uh, the remote, uh, a remote work environment. So in the summer of 2020, she had an internship at Am Home Delivery, which was her first kind of segue into HR. She was a talent acquisition intern. And she talked about how the actual day-to-day activities that the job entailed, she didn't really, it was pretty mundane. It could get in a kind of mundane cycle it was pretty repetitive. It wasn't hard to understand once you really got the hang of it initially and within the first week or so. Um, it was basically just shortlisting candidates off Indeed Employer and uh, selecting a, the the best candidates from all these nationwide job postings for like warehouse workers or forklift drivers, anything like that to the hiring manager. Um, so it became pretty uh, straightforward every single day. But kind of getting the part of the motivation that came into the motivational aspects that came into that was really making sure we were finding the best possible candidates to send to a hiring manager because we wanted to in the end somehow help some in some way help um, really bring our best to the company and find the best possible candidates for our hiring manager but aside from that it it was hard to be consistently motivated uh, in that work environment I actually interned there with her at the same time so I kind of knew firsthand how the the ups and downs of that job. So it was definitely an interesting um, one. It was an interesting one of my first work experiences. But yeah, it's it's always kind of in it's kind of a cycle between how motivated you are day to day based on what requirements you have to do. Mm. Uh, I just wanted to add on to that because like. Uh... I just wanted to mention self-determination theory, which is people would rather prefer to have some, like to feel like they have like control over their actions rather than having to do something because they feel obligated to do it. You know what I mean? For example, if, oh, I can, I could say an example that I have because I, I love taking pictures, right? I take pictures all the time when we go out take pictures of my family, my friends, but, uh, so I really liked it and I wanted to, I guess, further pursue it. So I remember in high school, I wanted to take photography class because they, uh, they offered the class to the students. So I took it, but 
when I was given the uh, uh, assignments and stuff to take pictures and whatnot, it, it really took out all the fun because I felt more obligated to do these tasks rather than I'm doing these because I enjoy them. You know what I mean? So you you're saying like I thought yeah. You're saying I thought like, that was uh, like super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the the structure of it took the fun out of it because you you had the the self-motivation to kind of do it yourself. You did what appealed to you and the fact that I guess somebody was telling you to do it or there is, you know, you had to follow certain guidelines around your, you know, these assignments you had to do made it less fun or made you less motivated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, that's a great point because I think motivation definitely affects the uh, work performance. Like what Sarah says, uh, motivation is the driving force behind performance at work, whether it's by finishing tasks or being motivated to learn more and become a better employee. And in my opinion, I think a motivated employee will put for their best efforts and generally perform at higher levels and they exhibit higher levels of creativity and innovation and are better problem solvers. Um, employees who show higher levels of motivation also report higher levels of job satisfaction um, and they are more efficient, have higher levels of productivity and care more about what they're doing yeah well said so is is that uh should we start wrapping up yeah um i'd imagine so i mean uh malvika you you've been i assume looking at the questions and what was said about sarah do you have anything else to add about it um, yeah, I think one of the things I definitely wanted to highlight that she said was, um, she, we asked her a question. She said, we asked her, can you still be successful without motivation? I think that would be a good place to kind of end our discussion. She said, yes, because everyone's idea of success looks different. For some, it may be staying in a role where they feel comfortable and having a good work or life balance and others may want to work their way up the corporate ladder. <laughs> Um, and we felt that her response ties a bit into the self-determination theory, as we mentioned earlier, because, you know, over time motivation and how individuals conceptualize what motivates them and their present versus their past is really subject to constant change. And the self-determination theory, as mentioned in the textbook specifically, is one of the more contemporary theories of motivation. So we think Sarah's acknowledgement of varying degrees of the impression of success proves that as well. Um, so yeah, I think that pretty much uh, wraps up our discussion for today. Um, I think, right. yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you guys for uh, hosting it with everyone. Um, this was actually it turned out to be a pretty good discussion. I I wasn't uh, as as confident as I was before we started, but it turned out to be very pleasant. Yep. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Yeah. yeah have a great night, guys. You too.